0: Hello and welcome to the second tier betting, your specialist podcast for punting on the championship. You've got yourself a championship expert in me, Ryan Dilks, and your pro tipster. It's only Jimmy the Punt. Jimmy, you're all right. Hey, I'm top notch now. It's been too long since we've done this, hasn't it? too long way too long we've had a bit of a break ladies and gentlemen for varying different reasons one being it was the fa cup last weekend so there wasn't much we could do with that anyway um and then because we had loads of games didn't we that they were getting cooled off and they were back to back it was just all chaos over the festive period so we thought we'd pause it for a sec because i think the last time we actually did an episode i think we only had one bet I was actually in play, didn't we? In the end, because of games being called off, but we're back now, and we're here to give you another round of fantastic tips, Jimmy. Have you been a bit revitalised after having a little break? Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I actually, I'm, I'm so, uh, I'm so giddy to uh, record this. It's been, it's been ages. I was missing it. I'm missing it. It was, it was somewhere in between Christmas and New Year, uh, and I woke up and I was like, "There's more championship fixtures." like, uh, shouldn't we be recording a podcast what, what's happening and then they all got cancelled yeah. and now here we are finally we're back we're back
0: we are back and the thing i'll always say is of course we'd like to give the listeners a podcast but at the same time i one of my first rules in betting is don't bet for the sake of it mm-hmm. so i didn't want to put out a bet that i didn't wholeheartedly believe in if you know what I mean. Um, Because when you've got fewer fixtures happening, then, you know, you've got fewer selections to choose from. So I didn't want to go out there and just put out bets that I didn't wholeheartedly believe in. So here we are now. Hopefully we've got a full round of fixtures, finally. I can't remember the last time we had one of them. So touch wood, none of the games this weekend will be called off and we'll uh, have a... Good round of betting once again. So that's what we'll do on the show this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to give you our best bet, our next best bet, and the long shot for the weekend before finishing off with a treble. Um, and then, as always, please gamble responsibly. And when the fun stops, stop. So we'll start off with your best bet for this coming weekend, Jimmy, my boy. What have you got?
1: Yeah, and it comes from Oakwell, um, where I'm back in Blackpool, uh, to win, you can get them. The best price is at 23 to 12 with SBK. That's 2.92, uh, and that's marginally the best price. But I'm I'm going to actually take them and advise that everyone takes them with Bet365 at 19 to 10, which is 2.9. So only like 0.02 uh, sh- shorter because uh, of the early payout. So if Blackpool go two goals to the good. 2-0, 3-1, whatever, then you get paid out. And I like that added bit of security. So I'll start i start with the host. And you know I hate to talk about it. I hardly ever mention it, but I did tip Barnsley to go down at the start of the season. Um and and in that episode, uh, I spoke about how I thought losing Ishmael's charisma, Moet's creativity, and uh, Daryl DK's firepower was gonna was gonna impact them and 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 those three those three losses uh The impact of those has been clear for everyone to see by Barnsley's position in the proceedings. Um, Like I said, I I got my fair share of stick and Barnsley fans were sceptical of me and said in no uncertain terms that uh, they don't think the consequences of losing that trio would be as dire as as relegation, as I suggested. Uh, And they made the fair point that, uh, that that their argument was that they thought... Ishmael had implemented his ethos, ethos on the um, on the group, and even with the loss of the star striker uh, and in one of their better midfielders. Um, I know, I know, a lot of Barnsley, Barnsley fans would say it, no, it wasn't even their, their favourite midfielder, but the, the 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 he was one of their most creative players, and they lost him, and they they were saying that because Ishmael had made such an impact, they they didn't think losing them three. Um, would have such a dire, dire effect, but and in a sense, there was right. But but the guys upstairs at Oakwell wanted to take a club in a different direction. And um, the the Reds' business model is to buy players cheap, develop them, and sell them for profit. I mean, it hasn't exactly worked out the way the way that the uh, the boardroom was anticipating. Uh, and and all that was sort of a, a long, a roundabout way of explaining where it's gone wrong for Barnes this season. Uh, in a nutshell, they tried to transition from a from a high energy, high press, fit team into into a more sort of like I say, I say easy on the eye passing um, in order to make the business model work. And this hasn't worked. So we passed halfway point in the season. Now the original higher shop has been sacked. Um, Barnsley are only three points above Derby. We all know about the Derby's perils this season. Twenty one points deducted. Uh, the Reds have only won two games and have uh, a goal difference of minus twenty, which is which is pretty telling. You don't have to watch much of them to to just look at that two wins, minus 20 goal difference. It tells you everything you need to know. It all alludes to the fact that you get the sense that it could just turn a little bit toxic in South Yorkshire. I mean, rumour has it there's going to be flyers handed out at the weekend. What what these flyers, the uh, the content of these flyers is, I'm not sure, but it's all sort of stemming from this, uh, from this unrest. And I mean, uh, that's when you know it's serious, when, when the when the uh, dingles get the um, get the flyers out, so um, all things considered for this weekend's game, price wise, I, I was shocked to see um, see see Blackpool at uh, almost two to one. I thought this would be a pick and maybe maybe even Blackpool much closer to evens. Definitely the favourites. So like I said, I can't believe the tangerines are um, nineteen to ten. Uh, I, I don't want to dwell on them too much because this is more about how poor Barnsley, is, and how poor the situation is at Oakwell, but they have got in my eyes one of the most qualified and highly regarded young coaches in England, they've got great squad depth, uh, with versatility and real quality Uh, they have got a couple of injury worries uh, and they did have a stinker as well in the FA Cup, but uh, I I think uh, Critchley will be able to galvanise this group and get a result here. Um, The original bet was, I was going to take him on the handicap uh, sort of draw no bet, but uh, I as I wrote this, I just sort of, as I looked at all, all everything, all the information on offer, I just sort of talked myself into backing, backing Blackpool on the nose. I don't think that price will be around at the weekend. So, uh, and with the security of uh, the early payout with Bet365, I thought I thought I should take a risk here. So, it's uh, Blackpool to win at 19-10 with Bet365. What odds did you get on Barnsley to go down
0: at the start of the season?
1: <laughs> I got... Uh, it was nine to one uh, after the podcast <sighs> came out. It actually drifted. I don't know if that was a direct
0: consequence of me tipping it, but it drifted to twelve to one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, twelve to one. I mean, my god. For anyone who backed that at the start of the season, needs to send Jimmy the punter a thank you tweet, don't they? Because that is that's turned out to be one hell of a tip, hasn't it? I mean, halfway through the season now. Barnsley are as good as down for me. I cannot see them staying up. So, yeah, it's turned out to be one hell of a tip from you, Jimmy, my boy. Um, We'll go to my nap, shall we? My nap for this coming weekend is Fulham with a minus two handicap against Bristol City, which you can get at two to one at Paddy Power and Betfair. Uh, The reason I've gone for this is because I think many people will have saw the Fulham v Reading game in midweek. And for me... I think that's a sign that Fulham are back. Sure, Reading were an embarrassment, but for me, Fulham now. I, I think this result was always coming. Some team was always going to get a battering from Fulham at some point. Maybe not to the expense that extent as to ended that it ended up being, but Fulham seemed to be back for me. And I'll admit, a minus two handicap is quite a big handicap, um, but I, I can. I just really fancy Fulham now. I think they could. Go steaming through some of the teams they're coming up next, and they have got quite a tasty fix, set of fixtures coming up for them. And Bristol City are one of those teams that I feel like could be in the firing line for a bit of a battering. Israel saying Bristol City have conceded two or more goals in their last four games, the teams they've beaten. Uh, the teams they've been facing in that time have been good, but not at the same level as Fulham, it's got to be said. Whereas Fulham now, now that the chains have been let off Marco Silva's boys, I think they could really go flying through uh, some of the teams in their wake now and will be absolutely full of confidence after that. Alexander Mitrovic is back in the goals. Harry Wilson was unbelievable in midweek. So for me, yeah, Fulham minus two against Bristol City. Two to one at Paddy Power and Betfair. That's my best bet for this coming weekend. Let's go to our next best. Jimmy, what have you got?
1: Yeah, uh I have gone to Luton's game against Bournemouth and I've gone Bournemouth to win to nil. Uh that's at 10-3 to 3 with bet 365. And uh this bet's all about the boys at uh, the Heart of Cherry's defence, Kale and Kelly. Uh because with them with them in the team and without them in the team, Bournemouth's defensive record Differs massively this season. It's unbelievable. Uh, domestically, so just just in the championship, um, the Cherries have played 10 games without them. They've kept just two clean sheets and conceded 14 goals. With, with the dynamic duo at the heart of defence, the experience of Cahill um, and the extremely talented Kelly, you've got you played 15 games. So they've played five games with them two, five games more with them two together. They've uh, kept 10 clean sheets. They've only conceded six. So that is, with them in the side, they've averaged 0.4 goals against per game. Without them, that's 1.4 goals per game. So I think it's 70% of the goals that they've conceded Bournemouth this season have come with. Um, Either one or both of them absent from the team, which is just—it's just unbelievable. I couldn't—I couldn't, I couldn't b- believe it. I thought I'd made a mistake when I was uh, when I was looking into that. So the back in Bournemouth to win to nil with these two in the side—that's a bet that's landed in sixty percent of the fifteen games that they've oh. played. So personally, um, what price? What price would I be taking at this? What would I consider value? Is anywhere? Anywhere? Like at or north of five to two so three point five so to get four point three three I think it's certainly worth backing. Um usually usually for for my bets I talk about the other team but uh no disrespect to Luton I don't I just don't think it's worth talking about them because the only the only reason you're gonna be back in this bet is if these two start and that's ex- that's expected to be the case. So don't don't look at this game in isolation. Just just if these two are playing back Bournemouth to, win to nil because I am confident that this is going to continue to make money throughout throughout the uh, the rest of the season.
0: I like that. Lloyd Kelly's one of my favourite defenders in the division. He's absolutely top class. And Gary Cahill, those two together, yeah, they have been combined a really, really tasty partnership. And, I mean, you've backed it up with the stats there, haven't you? Many people will be looking at that game thinking Luton, decent side. But, uh, yeah. You've got the stats to prove it as well, that it's a decent find for this weekend. My next best bet, very similar to yours, it's Middlesbrough to win to against Reading, five to four at Sky Bet. Now, kind of following on from what we were saying about the Fulham Reading game in midweek, we saw one side who were absolutely brutal with the way they played, while the other team were fairly embarrassing. And mm-hmm. Reading, oh, that side who seemed to be fairly embarrassing at the moment, as soon as That game finished at uh, on Tuesday night. I quickly looked at the prices for this coming weekend to see what Reading was saying. And this was the best bit of value I could find from this particular game. Reading have failed to score in six of their last 11 games. Scoring goals has been a problem all season. And despite two Andy Carroll wonder goals, which were chalked off for offside, I struggled to see them scoring oh. here against a Borough side who have been very resolute so far. Well, in the past few games in particular, they've only conceded one goal in five games. Chris Wilder was really got them working now defensively they look a completely different outfit you've got that back three of dyke steel fry and mcnair three very very solid players in their own right particularly paddy mcnair and all three together are a really really good combination at the back And it's going to be really tough for reading to score against them they have really struggled to create chances in recent weeks um you only have to look at the underlying data for that and andy carroll Seems to have been a fairly decent signing. I mean, I don't think many had high expectations for him in the first place, but um, he's been left to live off scraps. And apart from him, he's the only real goal-scoring out that they've got. Um, so, yeah, Reading really struggling for goals. You've got a Middlesbrough side who are very resolute at the back. Five to four for Middlesbrough to win to nil against Reading at Skybet. Looks good value in my eyes. And that's my next best bet for this weekend's Long shot time, Jimmy. My favourite bit. What have you got? Everyone's favorite bit. My favorite bit. I, I've
1: uh, I've disappointed myself a bit because it's not particularly imaginative, but I just thought it was the best thing to do with all the. To be honest, because it's just been a bit of a pain making selections with COVID, games cancelled, players being ruled out as top of injuries at this time of year. So I didn't want to go for any cards. There's some great referee appointments and some good, some good looking prices for cards, but I've stayed away from them this week. All I've done is combine my nap and my next best. Boring, I know, but it's Blackpool to Winter nil and uh, no, sorry, Bournemouth to winter nil and Blackpool. You can get that at eleven point five to one bet three six five. Uh, and like I say, it, it's. Um, I, to be fair, these, these are two of my strongest picks of the season. I don't know if it's because because we've been away for a bit and I'm just eager to get back, but the Bournemouth to win to nil is a favourite bet of mine and I just think Blackpool are ridiculously priced. So, um, yeah, I'll just combine the two. I know it's, it's not particularly exciting, but it, I think it is overpriced and does represent value
0: even as a double. So that's what I'll be going for. Fair enough. I've gone for a long shot, which I think Jimmy the Punt will be very happy to hear. Very tasty for him, because it's definitely one of his kind of bets. I've gone for Sober Thomas to be booked for Huddersfield against Swansea 4-1 at bet three six five. As Jimmy quite rightly mentioned there, it is always worth checking lineups before you back any of these particular bets, especially with COVID at the moment. But the reason I've gone for this is because Thomas is directly up against Ryan Manning, who's the joint most fouled player in the division um now backing whoever ryan manning is facing has been quite a profitable bet for me across the season because you do tend to get decent prices with that it doesn't necessarily have to be manning who's the one who's fouled um quite often it's been um ethan laird who's also been picking up the cards as well uh for whoever's been facing up against him but for me I, i've always liked backing whoever ryan manning's facing directly across the course of the season. Uh, Sub Thomas has got five cards this season as well. So one of the, in terms of on average, he's in the upper echelons of players who have received the most cards this season. And also David Webb is the referee for this game. Only three referees have officiated 15 games or more and have a better yellow cards per game record uh, than Mr. Webb. So a rather good ref for this bet Two. Uh so yeah, Brian Manning. Uh, I'm backing him to give Sorba Thomas a right old mare uh in the Huddersfield Swansea game and Sorba Thomas to get a booking at four to one at bet 365. Looks good value in my eyes. So that's my long shot for this weekend. Not the biggest long shot, but you know, juicy as it is. Uh so for the treble this week, we've gone basically Jimmy's next best and best bet combined with my best bet and we've kind of downgraded them somewhat if you see what i mean so what we've gone for is bournemouth to win full minus one and blackpool draw no bets so we're taking a bit of insurance on all of those bets that pays seven to one with bet three six five which is a tasty old price for a treble so just repeat that that's bournemouth to win full and minus one and blackpool draw no bet seven to one with bet three six five just before we go jimmy can i get you to round up your bets for this coming weekend
1: yeah, my nap comes from Oakwell and i am be taking Blackpool to win on the nose. That's at 19 to 10 with Bet365. My next best is Bournemouth to win to nil against Luton. That is at 10 to 3, also with Bet365. And my long shot is combining the two. So, Blackpool to win and Bournemouth to win to nil. That's at 11.5 to 1, also with Bet365.
0: Wonderful stuff. My nap is Fulham with a minus two handicap against Bristol City. Two to one at Betty. Uh... Betty, Betty, uh, Paddy Power <laughs> slash Betfair. Next best is Middlesbrough to win to nil against Reading five to four at Sky Bet. And my long shot is Soper Thomas to be booked for Huddersfield against Swansea four to one at Bet three six five. And our big treble for this weekend is Bournemouth to win, uh, Fulham minus one, and Blackpool draw. I no bet seven to one with Bet three six five. Please gamble responsibly. And when the fun stops, stop. Is worth mentioning that again that. Keep an eye out for games being postponed and players missing out as well. Keep an eye on the team news in particular for these particular bets because we are doing this before the team news comes out. And that could all very well change if there's a huge COVID outbreak at certain teams. But fingers crossed, we have a full set of games this weekend with full squads. And hopefully it's a good weekend for everyone betting as well. Jimmy, any other business before we wrap it up? Yeah,
1: I just want to clear up some scores on the doors and I've got something that might interest a few listeners as well. So uh, last week, I think we both had one winner. Um, we also, the treble um, come in. It was it was void to a double, five to two. Um, so the overall scores on the doors, we are plus 22.8 points for the season. Ryan, Shark, you're still ahead, 9.2 points. I've got 7.5. Um, Not bad. But- Not bad at all, is it? No, we'll take it, we'll take it. I could I could do with catching you up, but I got a question for the listener, and it's well, do, do you think you could do better than us? Because Ryan, I've seen how much you get hounded on Twitter, the abuse you get on a weekly basis. It's, <laughs> it is it, it, it shocked me, especially when I got a taste of it for my outrights. Um and I just wondered if the listeners fancy putting the money where their mouth is, you can join our championship prediction predictions league. So how to play? All, all you do is you enter your predictions for the championship fixtures. You can do it on markets such as results, overs, unders, both teams to score, uh, and double chance. So all, all the all the staple bookie markets. We've set up a league and it's running from this weekend's fixtures until the end of the month. So you get about three, three or four games to, to try and try and get as many points as you can. Where it's on the it's on the book breakers app. Um why 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 would you want to do it? Um, i'll tell you why because you can win some money uh first place it's a hundred pounds second place is 40 10 pa- uh, 10 pounds for third place and uh, the biggest loser someone who finishes in last i'll send you a crate of lager or some alcoholic beverage of your choice for for being the biggest loser something to cheer you up um so how, how do you how do you do it it's it's 10 pound entry uh but we're only opening it to the first 20 people because uh, just want to keep it small for the first one to see how it goes and before you start i, I know what you're all thinking it's typical just sellouts trying to make a quick book at the first opportunity um but it's not the case at all um it's 20 people at 10 pound an entry i'll be paying entry if ryan wants to do it he'll be paying entry it's that's 200 pounds and the cash prizes: 150 for first 40 for second 10 for third and and the drinks that i'm sending to the loser Works out at just over two hundred pounds, so I'm actually out of pocket here. All that, it's genuinely just want to do this because I think it's a bit of fun, and I thought some of you might fancy it and fancy showing us that you're better at punting than us. So if you want to join it, it runs for just over two weeks. Chance of winning hundreds, hundred uh, and fifty quid. Uh, just drop me around a message, and uh, we can you can send you the code and uh, get entered if you fancy it. There you go.
0: Just remind everyone, Jimmy, what your Twitter handle is again. Yeah, it's at uh, Jimmy the Punt. Uh, yeah, that's it. There you go. I'm Ryan Dilks one on Twitter. So drop us a DM, and we'll get you in the league if you want to join. So that's the second tier betting for another weekend. Um, it is worth saying actually, because we have got. Uh, numerous different midweek games coming up across the week because obviously the, the EFL is trying to catch up with the different games that were postponed around the festive period. We won't be covering them just because, as what I was saying earlier, we don't want to be betting for the sake of it now, do we? We won't we only want to put out bets when we feel like uh, they actually deserve it and we can find some value there. So we won't be covering those, so there won't be an episode coming out next Monday. Or next episode will be next Thursday when we've got a full round of games for us to choose from as well. So we look forward to seeing you then, listener. Anyway, this has been the second tier betting. Jimmy the punt, thank you for your time today. Oh, my absolute pleasure. Happy Ryan Ilks and to you, listener. Thank you for listening.